Hello and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. We're back at it, bringing you the follow-up to our last episode and our talk with our special guest, model actress, comedian Rachel Kitty Sterling, and videographer, filmmaker, photographer to the stars, Patrick Hollick. Please excuse the minor bit of hiccups at the end, but we hope you'll enjoy this continuation of Art and Sex, Part 2, on the Hard Luck Show. This sound engineer hates my guts. He'll never edit anything out. So go ahead. <laughs> so just to pose the question, all the white people with your Black Lives Matter that go you ahead. crammed down my throat go ahead. as if it was something new to me. Right. You all posted your fucking Thanksgiving bullshit. Yes. So if you're sitting there saying that it's wrong to oppress a certain culture yes. and people, but then you celebrate the genocide of another, go fuck yourselves, kind yeah. of. Just a little. Just <laughs> yeah. a little? Yeah. Just a little. Am I wrong with that? No, you're not wrong yeah, with that. Right. You're not wrong with that. And, um, and they're like, no, but it's Friendsgiving. Okay, well, but then the, but then you got mad at someone else for saying all lives matter. You right. really just tried yeah. to rebrand a genocide and I'm I'm just throwing it yeah. out there. there. I'm yeah. throwing the thought out there just a little. It's all contradictory. Yeah, I love it. Patrick, what do you got? Do you have any thoughts on this? Real quick? I'm going to tell you. It's a big topic. Big it's a lot to unpack. <laughs> see, you know I can't, what I mean? But I can, see, I can say this. See that? My, my no, co-host Patrick is a genius diplomat. This. Just so you know, the next know. time we need to broker peace in the Mideast, it'll be, that's a broad, it's a big. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, and I have friends on all sides of it. Okay, this is what, this is what I'm going to tell you, all right, uh, from an American Indian. First of all, I go American Indian. I don't go Native American. Native American is a government. Term. Rachel, you have Indian, no? Yeah, she I does. have a Sioux tribe. Sioux? Uh, Sioux? I'm, yeah. I'm Sioux, too. I Dad got side. Uh, Bad River Oneida. Uh-oh. Yeah. But the point is, is so, and now listen, you guys got to understand something. I started out, and people forget, because I've learned the Western ways so well, that I've become an attorney, worked in Hollywood, worked with Wick Godfrey, worked with all these fuck faces. I know them all. Davis Entertainment, hello. Hey, kid, can you get me a banana? No bruises, okay? That's how we talk. <laughs> all right, I deal with all that shit. Now, listen, here's the thing. Because I've learned the Western world so well, and I think subconsciously that was my drive. I was like, I grew up on a reservation. Now, this would have been 75 to 80 Three, when there was no casinos and it really was broke motherfuckers and drunk motherfuckers and people striving to figure out like where do we go from here mm. and dude when you think about a reservation think about it's think about a group of people that lost a major war and they've been put into an area and they all allowed to just live there as time marches on. Think about what that would what that would mean to you on unconscious like as a woman or you know as a man or whatever. Think of all the unconscious messages that get passed down to you. Now imagine also you are in a, basically the reservation which on the one hand you've lost cuz no one's going home. And we ain't going back to camping and living outside all mm -hmm. the time. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. And at the same time trying to you know think about what is there worth valuing and keeping in this like what am i going to do right like how does this work and how do i am i an american this is my been my eternal question am i an american am i a sellout if i love america am i a sellout hmm. or am i lying to myself if i pretend to only want to be an american indian only because i got white in me too Mm -hmm. What am I doing, right? What the fuck am I doing, right? If I if 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 I'm not Christian because I think it's not true and it doesn't make any sense, is it proper then for me to embrace American Indian spirituality because there's a lot of unseen shit there too, right? I've never seen a shapeshifter, even though I got tons of my friends from different reservations, White Mountain Apache, everything. Like, oh, I saw a shapeshifter. Bullshit, you did. I don't believe it. <laughs> And I've grew up 
in the West Coast, in California, and in like with people in Berkeley, with people telling me like the magic shit that they've seen. And they're white and they're a poet, but they're telling me about the energies that were gathered by the eagle feather. And I've, they're telling me, right? I grew up there, but they're telling me. And, and I'll be honest, in the back of my mind, way, way back in my mind, I've always wondered like, if we had access to all that stuff, why did we lose? Mm. Seriously, why did we lose? And ancient Rome turned Christian because supposedly Constantine painted the Christian symbol on his shield and he won a war. The end of the day, human beings, whether they want to admit it or not, I think somewhere deep down believe we're winning wars or losing wars based on whether or not the powers in the universe are allowing us or protecting us. And if that's some kind of baseline that you done underneath it all, fuck Patton, fuck tanks, fuck all that shit, underneath it all, if there's that kind of superstitious thing that never leaves human beings ever, I don't believe, then how do you wrap your mind around that we have access to that, yet here we are pushed on the land and nothing's happening anymore? And I've thought long and hard about all this. Went to multiple... High-end universities to study theories about this. Mm. Speak on that, Chumar. Well, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but I'm just saying, I went through all that shit, and what I've come away with is this. Mm. In order to understand the true American Indian mind, whatever that was, you would have to not know anything about Europe. Now, Mm. think about that. Really think about what... It's impossible for us to wrap our minds around that. So, like, you can't imagine living in a world of causality that does not involve gravity, the concept of gravity, right? Mm -hmm. You just can't. You can try on a reservation or off a reservation. You know, in Chicago, in the hinterlands. You can try to imagine it, but you will never truly understand what human experience was like before that. Now, there were other concepts and limitations, but that was governing how you viewed the world. So, to a certain extent, I have resisted the urge to be my own anthropologist. That's what Western powers do. They go to dead societies, and they pull shit out, and they misinterpret it, they label it, and they call it anthropology, or they call it archaeology. And then what they want is American Indians to turn towards themselves and do it to themselves. Hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take pride in the fact that I'm a, a, a descendant, a direct fucking descendant of the clash of cultures, mm-hmm. right? So the Europeans clashing with the American Indians here, I am a direct descendant. But if I take that road, then I have to have the courage to admit so is everybody else that's in this country. Everybody else, even if they're all white, are descendants of the clash of cultures. That's what makes an American an American. Because they don't have American Indians in Europe. So at some point in my heart, I had to turn to say, like, okay, wait a second. Am I willing to accept white people who don't know any better as red brothers? Because there's a certain power you get in an ethnic group, whether it's white Brown, black, red, whatever, woman, you know, no man will ever understand what us women go through, (laughs) right? No, and men say the same shit. Men will be like, women don't really understand. At the end of the day, no woman wants a whiny guy and we have to take care of shit. And if we don't do it, (laughs) we're fucking out, no matter what. So there's a power in that kind of exclusivity, but it comes at a price. It comes at the price of a new level of unity a new level of efficiency and a new level of working together. So if I stick to trying to make it only Indians and like everyone else can go fuck themselves, then I I don't think I'm being truly honest, Mm -hmm. truly. So I have to say, right, like, yeah, I'm gonna let non-Indians be a part of it. Now that made me very unpopular to certain of my red brothers. Mm -hmm. So when we get to Thanksgiving, right, and you're saying, what do you think? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. This is what I will say. I will say that, that, the, uh, that the, what Thanksgiving is, is both the genocide, because that's our history. 
Same as putting Japanese people in concentration camps that we did here in the United mm-hmm. States, okay? Genocide, yes. But also a new identity, a new holiday, something different, right? Which is, which is these two cultures or three, four, five cultures coming together and realizing, you know what? Everyone's shit's made up. Mm. Everyone's shit's made up. Mm-hmm. All language is bullshit if you go back far enough. With one cave person to another was like, I think we're going to call that Oonga Boonga. And then they just, <laughs> everybody went with it. Yeah. So when I think about Black Lives Matter, I think that's legit. I think it's, it's absolutely correct that the United States have gotten rich off the backs of black people and have fucked them for centuries. Mm-hmm. That's, there's no lie there. Does that mean that African Americans don't do anything wrong? No, of course not. But that's a legit thing. Do I think there's police brutality? For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I think that the United States would actually gain a new level of existence in history if they were to embrace American Indians? Absolutely. Now your country's no longer just 250 years old. It's now thousands of years old, mm-hmm. which it is. Mm-hmm. So when you, you ask me about that, my feelings are this. I want a new... This, all this old shit from the 19th, 18th century is dead. It's deader than dead. And the way that we've been operating up till about, I would say, like maybe last week has been like somehow these categories are going <laughs> to yeah. continue on. Yeah. And like we can just live like this. No, we can't. We've mm-hmm. kicked the can yeah. down the road a million times. So now, yes, we, I think we need to change our outlook on who we think we are. I don't think we need to pretend that identity politics is only a, a person of color's thing. It's everyone's thing. Mm-hmm. Even, even introverts. <laughs> introverts walk around a little smug and they're like, I'm an introvert. I don't want to be loud. And that's why I'm like this and blah, 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 blah. You can get on all these categories a certain level of identity politics that's going to impede teamwork and leadership. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. Sorry. I don't know why you, that you asked me that question. That opened that up. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to let anybody <laughs> in. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that's that good. I've been thinking about that for years. Still thinking about it. You know what? I had a question. Go ahead. You know, man, I wanted to talk about, and that was that, you know, but here we are, you know, um, you know, Miss Sterling uh, is a creator and a curator of content, you know, um, Patrick, you know, photographer, director, you know, Sean, me. You yeah, and we're we're all kind of in this thing and doing this thing, and you know, I was talking, I was talking with Patrick the other night. Come on, and <laughs> I was talking with Patrick the other night. And Patrick was like, um, and they were just kind of like breaking down to me where we're at these days in regards to you know where he's at, maybe with 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 film making film or TV or whatever it might be with him directing and creating and telling his stories and we were really clear he was really getting clear on me with things that you've said Juman. and i'm sure that rachel can agree as well and sean is that you know 25 years ago you were at um the helm of studio right right or huge huge networks right right? yeah yeah and it's just it's it's not that way today, and I think that we're all kind of on our paths tackling that. But you know, Patrick was really clear on like he's like, he you just put it into some terms that made a lot of sense to me. That you no longer need to wait. You have your own avenues. This is how I'll do it. I'll roll up my sleeves. I'll put it out. I'll be consistent. This is you know, and and I'll get it out to the people, and I'll do what matters to me. Right. And Chumahan's kind of said the same thing. I mean, everything down to. The distribution and the finance, and you right. just don't need these big studios. And you know, I don't know, Patrick. It kind of seemed like you were at a place where you were just kind of you had made a decision to start doing things mm-hmm. real different. And you started, you know, it, it's it really seems like it's really about Patrick now. Well, it just I just felt like reverse engineering the. Uh, the process. Talk about that. Well, instead of uh, the meeting to get the financing, to get the cast, to get the thing, I started with uh, 
what would it be like to start, uh, you know, shooting tomorrow? So I just wanted to get out there um, and express instead of, uh, you know, have any outside influences of anything. So I just started working with friends and myself. I just brought my ability to the table and it's I don't know. I really don't know what it is. It's just like where I'm at because I'm doing things with television and, and film and stuff where we're in a selling capacity to the majors and the and the bigger uh, uh, content providers. But right. then this project I'm doing with Lucky right now it is something to protect, to keep, to not really sell or any of the of the usual. It's that we meet and we shoot and we create it, right. um, and it's been great. It's just been. It's very hard. It's very hard. What to, makes it hard? Um, the physicality of, of, of focus. Like if I'm focused on locations, uh, casting, gathering and shooting, uh, normally I direct. So you have a cinematographer, you have, support. Right. I'm the cinematographer, sound mixer, sound man. Um, I'm doing the score. I'm, uh, casting the, the talent. I'm writing the story and I'm, you know, forgetting prop money you know like uh -huh. that was in a drawer it's uh -huh. insane that way right but it, you know like there's a lot of times when i first started this this which has been a few months now where i was just absolutely empty driving home going what the fuck are you doing right uh, it's i can't you know it's emotional height but it's, it's but don't you think that so you're starting without quote unquote the funding you're starting without quote unquote the deal you're starting without that stuff All and you yeah. and you're not really even shooting this thing with an eye towards that no i feel like uh the more it gets going the more it's like back to honoring uh not algorithm honoring your voice right and mm -hmm. to yeah. uh, put yourself out there completely without any uh, outside interference to see exactly. It's really a competition with self. It's like, mm -hmm. how much uh, am I willing to do and put into this? You know, and I, what I, does it look like after that? You know, I see this, this, so this reversal, if you want to call it, like you said, reverse engineering. It's reverse engineering the model in a sense. Right. But yeah. I feel like that's the era we're in now. And you kind of started to see it with even Facebook, where mm -hmm. it was uh, the owner, you know, Zuckerberg or whatever his name is. He isn't quite sure what he had in the beginning. Right. And remember, everybody was pushing him to say what it was mm -hmm. and how are we going to make money with it. And there was a long time, I think, mm -hmm. where he was sitting like, I'm not sure what this is yet. I'm in that category. Right. I do have a strong idea, and I have an arc, and I have a narrative structure that gets me through about probably eight episodes. Uh, and these episodes will probably fall at 15 to 30 minutes. Right. Um, I have those answers, but I still don't know how we're getting there. And it's kind of universal mm -hmm. direction. Right. The older you get, the more you want. A universe or a spirit, you know, to to come. Uh, you don't really want. I don't. Know, it's it's very interesting. It's like uh, very involved in me, and then it's very much disconnecting and staying out of the way of it. Meaning, like a spirit. Well, that's, this is this. I think that's that, the duality of it. Well, that's kind of like your what you just talked about. Your duality, right? That you just spoke of, mm -hmm. I believe, is the true. Um, is the most accurate human experience mm -hmm. because you have the part of you that you know and is supposedly making decisions, mm -hmm. and then you have this huge undercurrent of your brain or your consciousness that's right. operating at a subconscious level. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to find that. that, that uh, after making a lot of stuff, I'm trying to get out of the way of my own narcissism, my own uh, beliefs, my own direction, right? Right. And, and then let... Let something happen energetically, which happens when you come up with a structure for someone like Lucky, who's not necessarily an actor. And right. when he starts playing with it himself, and then when he starts playing with it himself, I can start analyzing it, and I can interject little things, and it's just, it's magic. It's really fun to watch right. the process of it happen, working from, you know, an outline instead of hard words. We know what the scene is. We know we need ABC. But right. how we get to ABC and his his uh, take on it can totally open up if I leave it alone and let them do like so. What I've been doing is I'll do a master, which is a wide shot of the whole scene. 
Yeah. And I'll let the master play. And the master will give me these ideas that I could lift and then, you know, put back in. And then the scene becomes, you know, it, it becomes uh, complete, so to speak. Right. You know, sort of like um, maybe even it sounds almost like and correct me if I'm wrong, but like almost like sculpting in a sense. You have this larger block that you work with and you start seeing elements that could be articulated. Absolutely. Or, right. Or somebody has an interpretation that I wasn't coming from, like right. the way they drop something or they'll find something that's important to them that wasn't necessarily important when I was in the room writing it. But it becomes important. See, I think that this what you're developing now and what you're, you're talking about I do think that as we progress, so clearly entertainment, storytelling is clearly entering, is going to be virtual reality, right? I, I don't mean, know, yeah, I'm I almost, don't I'm 100% sure, because think about it. Before movies, right, you had stage shit, and the stage, all the stage operations, going all the way back to like ancient Greece with the chorus and all shit, was all an attempt to try to immerse the audience and what was happening on the stage. Mm -hmm. And then when you got to movie shit, it was like, how relatable is the character? Are you getting thrown out of the world? All the language that they're using is all the virtual reality language, meaning I'm fully immersed mm -hmm. in this story, in the world of the story, mm -hmm. right? And I think that we, and then what's 3D, but trying to effectuate that from a visual standpoint and there was limitations due to technology mm -hmm. as technology erodes and it will the 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 artificial boundary between screen <laughs> and the audience mm -hmm. right someone's going to be able to know what it's like to be in lucky's world for however long or even patrick's world for however long, right? Mm -hmm. And being fully immersed in that. And so what I'm saying is is that narrative arcs and narrative structures in that setting are going to be different, mm. right? Mm. And people, the more that they play Fortnite, the more that they play these um, games like Sean plays. What, what was it that you used <laughs> to play? No, he was like a world-class killer. What was it? What? World of Warcraft. Battlefield, Battlefield right? Yeah. And what number were you? You said you were high up, bro. You were telling me you were it smoking was, fools. Uh, yeah, I was like twelve hundred something with, in, with, in a certain class. In the globe. How many in the hours globe. did but you it was have like to year, devote? It, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Every day. So out of out of seven billion people, you were at what number? I was like tw twelve or fourteen hundred or something. Man, like that's that. fucking amazing. But in a certain class, and it was like years after. Listen, yeah, Mister Modest, class, high yeah, class, high class, yeah. dude. I went to listen one time. I was at Bristol Farms with Sean, and they were getting his autograph. Dude, a guy came up and was calling him uh, Lieutenant Blue Eyes. I'm like, so who the fuck? You were in the army? <laughs> he wanted the autograph on the back of his uh, PlayStation. Dude, he brought his fucking game. little plastic gun, and Sean signed it with a fucking Did silver sharp. Too, the, 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 I think. No, they keep that at home. They don't fuck around like that. But I'm sorry, you, he was in Bristol Farms with a little plastic gun. Yeah, why? this is. Be, uh, the, be, I don't know why these guys play these games all the time. He, I guess the, they're always so the on. Gentleman travels with a plastic gun. I think so. Yeah, you find that odd. I find that disturbing. <laughs> right, I do too. But <laughs> these are the these. Disturbed by. But these are this. This is these are the Sean, fans. Do you have a plastic gun on you right now? <laughs> No. Is that no, a plastic gun in today. your front pocket? Or yeah. you just happy? <laughs> just checking. Just checking. So the point of the matter is, is that once we look at, I love what Sean's like. This guy's stupid. You know what I heard is when we were standing up, we were doing something when the show was about to start. Yeah. I was out there with Patrick. Yeah. And I hear Rachel's little laugh, you know? Oh, and I was like, oh, I like hearing that little laugh. Aww. Yeah, it's yeah, a good laugh. it's good to have that laugh Thanks, in here. Yeah, that's why she needs to be in here every few weeks, <laughs> you know? I agree. Oh, that's what I like. Yeah, what, wait, what wait, wait, like. what, Lepke? What, what did like. Lepke say? He said, oh, that's what I like. Oh, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is, the point is, is that, um, so I do believe, right, the, the idea will be, so once people are living more and more in the virtual community, and I'm going to set aside the theoretical discussion on whether even real life's a virtual community, even though it's not attached to a machine, mm. talk about sensory input and fucking concepts and all that shit, I'll set that aside because I think we've always been living in virtual reality, but okay. Mm -hmm. But once you live in those scenarios, I do think your ability to look at the world and pull something out that wasn't pre-programmed or wasn't supposed to be part of the story is going to become what becomes very 
uh, valued, mm. right? That will be the value, right? Can you enter these worlds and create something that wasn't intended mm-hmm. and is new? And the collaboration of that. It's, yes. Uh, it's my friends that are very interesting that I've been watching behind the scenes for a long time when I'm in the whatever the main project was. It's like, yeah. you know, when you go meet a friend, you're in the middle of a film, and then you go have tea with or, like, food with somebody, and you're like, they're so much more interesting than what I'm doing. Right. right. And then you're like, how would you how would you capitalize uh, and, and share Capture that? Capture that. How would you share it? So right. this is that. I guess it's a natural course for me to go. Everything mm. that was happening behind the main project is fascinating to me. Right. And what would it be like if you gave them the ball? And right. And what would that look like? And that's what this is figuring out. And in in myself as well as with everybody else, you know? Yeah, I think that's... And we all have this downtime right now because everyone's kind of getting open and shut every week with an announcement on their ability, right? you know? And it's funny because the project will be like, one of my friends' business just got uh, told to stop and then a couple of my actors had to go and do something out of state and then my buddy that has this business was like, hey, we're available. We have cameras and everything. So this is this is the motherfucker of the project. Right. Like, all of a sudden have uh, resources I didn't have, but then the cast is gone. And when the cast is back, the resources are over there. So it's very interesting. It's tough. Uh, th- it's I mean, tough. that sounds... It's like making a show without, you know... The people like a giant it. clown bank that sometimes sends you money and then sometimes yeah. sends you nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? And you just got to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Improvisation. It's testing. Yeah, it's a very testing situation. Right. So I think, you know, Rachel, Miss Sterling, I think that you should probably have your sound engineer listen to this part of this no. show. <laughs> Seriously, because mm-hmm. what Patrick just said is that what's most interesting is the shit that's going on behind that, that you don't want people to hear. That's yeah. actually what's more interesting. Well, Nobody wants to fucking watch the goddamn Thanksgiving parade anymore. Everybody, everybody wants to hear the people cursing behind the yeah, scenes that are trying to yeah. produce that show. Well, I um, I think what's once we do film, that will be one hundred percent under my control. I I went somewhere where it was a studio and they filmed it and it was you know cost money and it was supposed to be perfect and I looked at it mm. and the quality was crap and mm. I was just like, well, I'm gonna use it because it, it's it's there. But um, if it's just going to be and, and I've had I've had other comics, so they don't care. They just want to see or it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be, you know, CW worthy. They just want to see. And I go, well, if that's the case, then I'll just do it myself. And um, until until I can get it, you know, that's what this I, I'm just really picky on camera just because I'm used to a certain element on camera. I did a thing with Patrick and we, <laughs> we had my friend Aaron just like. I wanted it a certain way, and it looked great, and it sounded great, and it was perfect. And it was one guy doing it, and that's why I don't understand why I have a team of people that can't fucking do it right. But um, <laughs> so, like but most the, things in my life, I'm just gonna have to fucking do it myself. No, listen. But here's right, the is thing: Sean gonna start producing the show for her. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The thing is, Steve, that's what this podcast. I mean, that's what we've tried to create as best we can. That's why half the time when you guys come in and start talking shit, and I'm like, let's not talk about this until we get on mic because what you're saying right now is fucking hilarious or funny or interesting, whatever it is. And this show, you know, I've sat back. I mean, maybe you could tell me, Mr. Sterling. Maybe you could tell me, Mr. Holick, and you don't have to fucking blow sunshine up our ass. I've tried to think about, like, what is this show? It's the hard luck show. And Steve, you. What the yes, fuck? sir. What the fuck is this show? This show, you can't, you can't. You what can't is it say. to you? What like, is it? What is it to you? Like when you look, think about what that, what, what makes this show work or not work, or in the guests that we have, you know, like what is this? Like what, what is the show? The show is just meeting all my friends. Right. What do you think the appeal of that is, uh, Miss Sterling? I mean, you don't have to say it to him, but what do you think the show is? This show? Yeah, like you come on here, just like maybe your third or fourth time now. Yeah. Where are we? Like, what are you? I, I always think that I just come on because I'm female, and it's just nice for <laughs> it to mix it up a bit. Um, I mean, that's yeah. part of it. That's I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's, that's part, part of it. Of it. Yeah, but but you, you're a comedian. Yeah. You're an artist, so yeah. you've had some interaction with everybody now for a while. So, yeah. like, what are your thoughts? What are your observations about what this show fucking is? Um, I think what the fuck is it show to you? I think it's just a it's it's um 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's listening to people. We all have a different perspective of things. And bring it, like, for instance, you, unlike a lot of people that I talk to, you can handle a discussion, a discussion that is about something that maybe you have a different opinion to or that somebody will say something and each of you have a different, you've come from different backgrounds. So right. it sparks an idea. Maybe you have a take on it. But the great thing is, is that you guys have the ability to listen to each other, even if it's you don't, dis- even if you disagree, and you might play it up a little bit so it's interesting. Right. But at the end of the day, it's more like you know, in the back of my, at least in the back of my mind, when I do my podcast, I am sparking an idea. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I'm just starting a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I always try to come through it from humor. Um. My, my, mine are very based on my emotion of what happened that day, but whereas I'll put it, a, I'll put it away at the end of the day. I think that you guys, you guys probably spark other. Like you went through a whole thing of like you, t- you took my idea of something and went from someplace that was actually based in some fact. <laughs> it was based in some history, and I was yeah. like, I was just saying, don't say, don't include me on your fucking Thanksgiving text. <laughs> Um, but you went somewhere amazing, and I think that's that's what when I try to do stuff, that's what I'm trying to do. So I think that you're kind of giving people food for thought, and that um, you know it's okay to have fuckery. But like I think it's great that you guys can. Well, also you're men. What does that men, mean? Men usually. The fuck does men, that mean? Men usually don't don't. You guys don't get so butthurt. That's usually why I like to work with men mostly. You tried to work with a guy and he got butthurt. Well, it's. Very rare. I mean, it, it's. I call him my voice. <laughs> I call him my voice of reason because usually I'll go off on this like thing, and most of it is because that's that's the brand. You know right. what I mean? Like that's what people Sean, they want to hear. It. Sean, what do you think? What do you think this show is like? When you listen to the show and you think yeah, about, because I didn't give an actual answer. No, you did. <laughs> we heard your answer. Now I'm moving to okay, Sean. Okay. I I liked your answer. Oh, okay. Now I'm just. I'm sure sometimes, I actually gave an answer. You did give an answer. Sometimes we gotta like move. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm moving shit around. Sean, what do you think the show is actually? Or like, do you have any thoughts? You're a podcast dude. He actually works on other podcasts too. So, huh. what is the show? We don't have like a neck and like a through line. What? Nope. <laughs> it's a moving, it's a moving target, man. Nope. You can't really say what it is. It, it just depends on who's here and what we're talking about, mm. right? Mm. And so, um, you know, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's a reflection, right? Um, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's um, serious. Serious. Sometimes it's educational. You yes. know what's crazy is that it, like there's so many things that I want to talk about before I get here. I've written shit down, and then by the time I get here, that's all out the window mm-hmm. because we started down a road or whatever. But also, there's a million things that I want to share. Like, for instance, for instance, we were practicing, we were testing out the Zoom capabilities and setting that all up, mm. okay? 
And so while you guys aren't even here, I think fucking Patrick Hollick is still, you know, driving down in his Crown Royal with smoke coming out the hood. <laughs> you're, you're, what, I don't know what kind of whip you got, uh, Miss Sterling, but how? Mom car. Okay, she got, her mom, <laughs> she's got a mom car with fucking, you know, whatever, dog treats down in the cracks of the seat. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, but so while I'm here, right, I'm sitting here and I'm setting up Zoom, okay? And because it's COVID-19. And so I tell Steve, I'm like, Steve, bring your laptop down so we can get this all set up. So Steve comes down with a laptop and he's got his like, first of all, Steve's like 6'2 or whatever. He's a huge guy. Then he's got this tiny little slender like <laughs> Apple iBook. Yeah. And it looks like it's a, a MacBook Pro. Bro. Yeah. But it's it, not in the air or anything. No, but it looks like he looks like a gorilla or something like, like handling a little like a tiny. Right. Sean, am I wrong? Gorilla no, nah, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> See, I knew now, I couldn't huh? talk Fucking about this. But I don't want you to get mad. Listen, a very handsome gorilla. No, no, not an orangutan. Like a mix between gorilla and Silverback, right? Oh, like silverback. Right. There you go. I love it. Right. So then, so so, right, Sean? Am I wrong? Right. He, he looks, looks like, like a. He looks he's like trying a, to fold a piece of paper. A gorilla trying to fold. Yeah, a piece or paper. he's got like a little compact, right? right? And he's right. just like looking at a little compact <laughs> in his giant hand. And so then, Steve's got a breathing. I don't know if you've listened to Steve breathe it on the show. Sounds like a growl. Right, right. He's like, yeah. <laughs> It's like a very textured, my, yeah, my deep cat, breath. Yeah, my cat purrs like that. It, it, con- it, it conveys a lot of testosterone. You fall asleep on my chest. Like yeah. It'll, it'll put you right down. Yeah, no, it conveys a lot of testosterone, I feel. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a base level. Like a bear. In it. It's a bear. Right. It's a bear. Right. Anyone who's listening, right, starts growing a beard. And then, so, so, so he's like, and he's got this little silver, like, piece of, like, you know, high-speed, like, you know, technology. Right. right. And then he's sitting there, and he's like, and then now Sean, on the other hand, is part cyborg. Mm, right, 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 right. Right, he's got boxes and weird tools and shit. Like, his hand, he can unscrew it, and what comes out <laughs> is a soldering iron <laughs> with a fucking thing. He can just do all this shit. So, right, right. so I'm watching Sean watch Steve with his MacBook <laughs> trying to figure out how to do Zoom. Right, and Sean's like laughing. He's doing a high pitched cyborg laugh. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like ha 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 ha. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I yeah, wrong yeah, so far? Yeah. No, no, right, he's laughing. It was the funniest thing to him. It was. It was like he I'm was asking watching... for help, but he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm watching this dynamic because yeah. Steve and Steve's got this. He's like got this like West Side look on his face, and he's looking at this thing, and he's like, "Hey, bro, hey." I need help, bro. Like, I don't... Where's the Zoom? And it's like, yeah. Where's the Zoom? Where's the Zoom? Where's what do you need to do? What do and I then do Sean next? comes over and he's like, you know, like C-3PO. He's like... Burr, burr, burr. And he, like, comes over and he's, like, looking. And then he's like... And then, Sean, and then all I hear... Like, I'm trying to take notes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, oh, we got, you know... Nah, nah. And then all I'm hearing is, like, Steve go... Where did it down? <laughs> Where did it download to? And then Sean's like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. and he's like, why is there four downloads? And then Sean's like, ha, 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 ha. do I need those ones? And then Sean's like, no, you don't need those ones. You can just delete those. And they're like laughing. And I'm with, I'm sitting there and I'm like, where's Patrick Hollick with his camera? This was maybe the most human, interesting interaction I've ever seen. And eventually we got it set up. But that's exactly what you're talking about. Is these kind of elements that are like before the show yes where it's the most interesting thing you're watching a cyborg right and you know a lieutenant from the west side trying to figure out how to get zoom working on an apple product Mm. i really feel like that was a brilliant funny but also human like kind of heart heartfelt kind of thing between you two guys trying to figure that all out and once you got it character going character development totally yeah 1000 well, percent. once we got it partner we really got it streamlined yeah. <laughs> teamwork then, teamwork and then, and then right. listen between these two right so i yeah, listen right these two listen i'm sitting there and i'm listening like and then i was like <laughs> you could download you could just get rid of them all and i'm sitting there and i'm like how do i tell this story without getting fucked up because i might piss off steve and i might piss off sean by the way i'm going to tell this story when it comes up so in my mind just as you were saying i'm like i gotta think about the audience i gotta think about who's in the room and like how am i going to tell the story about the cyborg and the silverback <laughs> without getting somehow fucked up <laughs> 
So that's what was going on before you showed up. This is mm. why I wanted to know what you and Sean were talking about. Oh. Because it was an unguarded moment, and you guys were actually talking. Uh, he, By the way, when he's... When the mics aren't on, he still leans into the mic to talk. I'm like, are we recording? It's because I had my headphones on. That's because oh. he's got a relationship oh, with oh. all electronic yeah. devices. Well, may that's maybe right. that's why he talked to me so easy because the headphones were still on. He can talk to you so long as it's <laughs> mediated. Yeah. So long as there's a mediation element between I, the two. Dude, I get it. I, 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 this is the most people I've been around in a while. Right. I can only do like one-on-one oh. -on -one conversations with people because I have just... It's just it's I don't know winter came and I'm like I don't talk to anybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's really it's it takes a lot to get. I, I basically had to wake up at seven to get here at ten. Is that true? Why? Yeah. What's your morning routine? What are you doing? Um, and don't bullshit us. We just got done talking about behind the scenes. Yeah. So don't, tell us all the good shit. No, late lately it's just. Um, what do you, when you wake up? First yeah. of all, do you sleep with one of those eye coverings? How do you sleep? I used to have lashes now, so no, I don't. Okay, so what do you do? You got like eight pillows or just one? A lot of pillows. You have to have a lot of pillows. I have, uh, yeah, an insane amount of pillows. And do, are you getting my pillow from that guy with the mustache or no? Huh? My pillow? <laughs> no, are you? I have Casper What's my pillows. Pillow? My Casper pillow, that guy pillow. with the mustache that reinvented the pillow and it's all made in USA? My pillow. You've not seen that infomercial? No. The guy with the fucking shoe polish mustache, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, these are all made. Buy one, get you. Get, I'll give you the second one. All made in the USA. I've reinvented the pillow. He claims to have reinvented the pillow. It's supposed My to be pillow. the most comfortable pillow in the world. I can't believe that you don't no, know what that is. No idea. Anyway, okay. Uh, what kind of bed is it? A king, California king. It's what a king? California king or king? Just a king. My okay. legs. My legs aren't that long. All right. Okay. And then Sean just laughed. Why did you laugh? Because I saw the picture of the guy, my pillow, because I looked it up. And was that right about the mustache? Yeah, yeah. Okay, see? Okay, and then what's like? what do you do? Are you one of those people that believes if you drink a glass of water when you wake up, it's going to cure your fibromyalgia? Or like, uh, how does that all? I do drink a glass of water when I wake up. You do? I do. And then I drink a glass of hot water with lemon, and then I'll have coffee or tea. Okay. And are you a straight to the shower person, or do you hold off, or you don't shower at all? Uh, no, I shower. Um, it depends what time the animals wake up. If How many have, animals you got? I have two animals. What are they? I have a 17-year-old blind toothless Maltese that I've had forever, and I just acquired a fuckboy of a kitten. <laughs> He's a little asshole, but I love him. Okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> you get up, and then, I mean, so what do you have to do, for real, in the morning? Like, do you have major eye crust when you sleep? Eye boogers? Do you get big eye boogers? No? Mm -mm. No? No. I put my contacts in. Um, I take your vitamins. I stretch. Uh, sometimes I'll work out or sometimes... Lately, I've been writing. I've tried to devote... My goal is to sit and like, actually do it, not, not spend five hours standing up, sitting down, feeding the cat, looking at... I mean, just it's really hard to just write. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about it. I like, Jesus fucking Christ. You just, just described just a, my entire so hell hard. of existence. Um, I'm starting. My goal is to treat it like a job. Five hours of writing. Um, and I, I'm lucky if I get to an hour at this point. Right. But I am I, a morning person. Okay. So I naturally am just. Really, you spring uh, out. Yeah. Okay. So I, I find that the earlier I wake up, if I just, if, uh, let's say the cat wakes before, which does happen, I'm up. Not, you know what I mean? Are you journaling? Like, do you you have a journal that you're writing in? Your comedy gold? Or are you writing on a? I'm learning. I'm trying to force myself to to become part of the century and use a computer. Right. Um, mostly, right. Be, I do have several joke books, journals, the book that I'm just ideas. Are you on the artist like journey or whatever that is? Are you doing that? that? Okay, keep going. Um, yeah. Um, but my problem is, I used to be left-handed. Um, you used to be. Yeah, I was. I, what? How do you? I'm how does someone used to be? I am naturally left-handed. That's how I was born, and I lived in Texas. And in Texas, they will just beat your left hand until you write with your right hand. Because, no, because of the no, devil. No. And no, um, no, 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 no. Hold no. on, don't bullshit me, That's Sterling. Bullshit. That's what happened. How old were you when you were forced to become right-handed? And don't fuck with me. Kindergarten. Who would do that to a kindergartner? It was. A long who, time ago. Wait, who you were it. set up as a lefty? Yeah, she was a lefty, and in kindergarten, some asshole adult forced her to switch to right. Think about it. I'm still lefty. I didn't get Don't switch really? the thing. Who did that to you? Everyone. Be no, who? I also had to go to speech therapy because I sounded too southern. No, 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 no. 
Who forced you to use the right hand? Mm. Basically everyone in my family and teachers. Did your dad force you to use your right hand? Which dad? Did <laughs> all of your dads force you to use your yeah. right hand? Did your mom force you to use yes, your... Yes, because she thought it was a sign of Satan. Is that... Whoa, that's man. so fucked up. She's <laughs> fucked up. What do you want? <laughs> no, I want to. I want people to understand something. Quaaludes made her do was it. Was she I at the know. weddings? <laughs> yes, the one. The remember weddings? the okay, old go. lady that we cut off from drinking? That was my mom. <laughs> Sean, go. Sean, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Hold on a second. How much money? Man, we here just you know to let the listener know. Yeah, thank you, Big Lep. <laughs> Where How is Big Lep, man? He was here last time with Strawberry Schmidt. I really don't appreciate that he's never here when I'm here. Oh, uh, well, dude, we'll you should come. Never. Listen, you tell him that you're making a movie and he'll be here. All right. Listen, uh, how yes. much money could I pay you to take your son and force him to go from right handed to left handed? Oh, no amount of money. Right? Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Cra yeah. Do you think that that affected you, impacted you negatively, Miss Sterling? She's chewing food right now. She's got. Vegan, no, vegan almond joys in her mouth right now. Steve, mouth. somehow Steve found got, a lollipop. I got I don't coconuts know. in my He'll, mouth, sorry. Steve will talk with his mouth well, for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but um, go ahead. Did that negatively impact you? Oh, yeah, because I, um, because one, I was really, really young. Yeah. So I was being taught that whatever I was doing, <laughs> whatever I was doing naturally was wrong. So uh, on some, I'm pretty sure on some level, um, that stuck with me, and I'm pretty sure that's. I mean, what I, if you I, were, I, on, I we've discussed this last time. I constantly think everything I'm doing is wrong. Right, but think about this. What <laughs> if, what if, what if you would have been a comedian earlier, had you had you had the support of what you're doing is okay. Um, your your way. Of I think thinking, I'd be a different type of comedian for sure. Now we are coming to a place where I think it's time for you now. You have answered all the questions, Miss Sterling, and now you are going to win a prize oh, of all wow. prizes. Okay. No, you shouldn't mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nobody, very few people in this world, mm -hmm. this fucking mud ball we call a planet, <laughs> very few people have had the cyborg, old blue eyes, mm -hmm. create a beat for them. Oh. oh. Right? I have a beat. You have a beat <gasps> based on your, inspired by you. Based on your thoughts, your your mm -hmm. your um, what do they call it? Curated mm -hmm. videos, wow. right? Sean, mm -hmm. Mr. Blue Eyes, can you please cue up? Sure. Yeah. All right, everyone. Shh, everyone, listen. Love that he's dancing to it. Does it go anywhere from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got us spending time making tracks off of your show. That's I love what we're it. Doing. Yeah. This is yeah. That's why I came in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, I love I it. I love the gay guy in the back because. Yes. Yeah, because it's clear that he doesn't. He was busy doing something like he was mixing strawberry margaritas and he wasn't seeing what was going on. And then he turns around and sees it and he's like, yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, yeah. play the video uh, for Patrick because I don't know that Patrick. So Patrick, I don't know if you know, but Kitty, for whatever reason, on, on, her, my, yeah. on her Instagram, she had a video of a man who looked like Freddie Mercury in a, a thong. Yeah, like, and he's doing like voguing down a sand splits, dune. Splits, like full, yeah. And then below are is gay campers, and they turn around and they see this spectacle. <laughs> him like, yeah. And they just start going with it. And wow. they just and it's the best thing you've ever heard. And Sean's gonna pull up the native happy. sound. Yeah, the, it, we, makes me happy. it took Steve like eight months to get us to stop going <laughs> like. It's amazing. I I love it. Stop it. <laughs> Hey, no. 
Dude, my wife, she would. I she mean, wants you to stop. She <laughs> wants me to stop. Every time she goes like ah, and I go ga 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 ga. She's like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Steve too. Steve would be sitting there. Yeah, Steve. Steve would be sitting there trying to have a conversation, and all of a sudden, Sean and I would be like, "Kitty, kitty, uh, 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 puss, puss." And then they get so into it, they start going, "Uh, mm, uh." Then they're they're like sliding down their seats. I'm like, "Hey, snap out of it! It's fun." Wow. They got them all these guys turning, you know, swishing. Right. They're being versatile. Yeah. Really. really (laughs) Transforming on me. Hey, it's about that time. Hey, is it Steve? Why don't you call it in? Well, like we do about this time, I got a couple people to thank. Do it. One, I want to thank Patrick for coming down. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. The legend. Bringing us up to speed with some of the projects and and how hey, you're when are we going to see your guys's project? When's that happening? Ooh, I don't know. Whoop, you know, whoop. I did definitely have a goal to uh, have a pilot together by uh, March. Do we have a working title? Is it called No Motherfucking? That would be too much. Like we're on set, we're surviving right now. I'm not on the the, mm-hmm. the title, so we're doing it. Um, how about we'll how about how about the title? Uh, That's the, also the reverse engineering. Normally, you have a title and a right. Of, this is gonna get that at the end. Mm. <laughs> how, okay. Well, oh, I, like, I that. like that. I like that. I like that. All right. What else, Patrick? Um, and you guys can peep out Patrick at Patrick Patrick Holick. I also want to thank my lovely. Rachel Sterling for coming down today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I need to have her down here at <laughs> least once a month. And comedy stylings. Where are you appearing everything. for comedy next? Yes, <laughs> my kitchen. All right. Yeah. <laughs> How do we Thank get you. there? How my do we kitchen, get there? My kitchen. Um, I think the best way to hear my comedy stylings <laughs> at this point is to uh, either download my app, Rachel Sterling. Yeah. Um, I set up a website, rachelsterling.rocks, because I have to get back to my dot com. But it does have a link to my uh, podcast. That's pretty much where I'm letting it all hang out, is the podcast. Um, I've made the decision that we're not going to be editing anymore. <laughs> right. So... Oh. Uh yeah. Where can they send I'll just hate be offending mail? people left and right. Yeah. Come join me. Where can they send hate mail to your sound engineer? Um you can send it to a millennial tendencies pod at gmail.com. I love it. Listen, if you come back and there is some hate mail, I want to read it on there. If you come back, she's gonna be back. She'll be back here within thirty 30- 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> the hiccups are amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how real we are. We just hiccup right on the mic. <laughs> right through. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, sh- uh, anything else? How else can people pay you? How else? Money? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can, you can't. <laughs> are you not only fanzing? I've been really lazy with it. I, I mean, to not to bring it down toward the end, I had someone pass, uh, and I just kind of never got back on the horse with, with uh, that kind of stuff. I, I should probably. I, I actually wanted to do. I'm probably going to start another OnlyFans, um, that's specifically only video because I kind of want to do, not a podcast like this environment, but like slumber party esque vibe. With I alcohol. already with like it. Alcohol. I already. My <laughs> guests will be other, other OnlyFans models that are more. Dude, Dude, big luck. Big luck. Hiccups just got cured. That are more giving. Yeah, stop hiccuping. Right? Yeah, right. We need to and do this. And we will this. do a thing. And it's <laughs> Let us help you produce this show. We it's going to be called uh, I Might Still Be Drunk. Oh, my God. So far, oh, that's man. a perfect Dude, that, 10. You know, that's, that's what I want to do. <laughs> Sean's rubbing his legs right now. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <one. laughs> hey. And Patrick Hawk's going to do the directing, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, right. I want the whole show just to be her bringing on all these girls that think they got it going on on, on, on you know, fans. So, that's, like, all, that's all we do is talk about 
I, all I know yeah. is we've had a million people come in and do their project and tell us what their project is. And it's I'm the, the only person that talks about OnlyFans? No, <laughs> but you're the only one where Steve was like, we're doing that. We, we got to do that. I've heard it a million times, never we're heard it. We're doing all a slumber party. Straight, well, we slumber party slumber for party sure. Slumber party podcast. Ah, slumber doing. party. What is it called? Only Drunk? I think I think, I think it's gonna. I want it to be called. I might still be drunk. I might Man, still be drunk. and I was inspired by that time because yeah, everyone told me that was drunk. the best episode. It was. You are a shit face. Got you got sound got so got drunk. All her inhibitions were let go. Were let go. She was uh, going. Uh, with it. Uh, like Rachel, kitty, you kitty. were drunk. Yeah, you were <laughs> drunk. Uh, uh, drunk. Bitch, I could smell your drunkness through the fucking. It's true. It fogged up the fucking oh, yeah, screen. Everyone was like, Rachel, how drunk were you? Like, I don't remember. That's how drunk I was. Dude, you got to listen to that episode. Hey, 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 hey Patrick, yeah. are you, as you as you move forward in cre- creating more and more work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to, you are you and Miss Sterling going to work together in the oh, future? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're working on a yeah. project called I Think I Might Still Be Drunk. <laughs> right? No, it always seems to happen. Yeah. Right. It's always fun. Yes. Right. Are you getting married yeah. anytime soon, Sterling? And is he no. going to play your father? No, not right no, now. I'm still We're married. not doing it now. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> married legally. Are you really? Yeah. To who? The last husband. Yeah, I know, but like... The white guy. <laughs> well, that narrows it down. <laughs> there was a few of those performances. There's a lot of those. Hey, Sean, old blue eyes, are you still married? Yeah. Okay, what are you plugging, dude? Uh, Sean, S-E-A-N, at hardluckshow.com. Right. All your audio needs. What about your OnlyFans page? Are you doing that still? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trying to get that up and running. Right. Patrick Hollick, any chance we're going to get to see uh, any of those tests from your colon or anything? Can we put that up on the webpage? You no, know, I just, you know, I don't want to ruin the world with that stuff. Only Are you fans? kidding me? It makes the world only better. Fans. Yeah. As soon as, I, yeah, only fans. Maybe hungry for Italian food. Just it's going to be an art installation. We're going to yeah. blow it up. Or there it's you gonna go. It's going to be Patrick Hollick inside and out. Hey, how about <laughs> this? You get the only, only fans models to uh, reenact. And Patrick, you can be yourself, and then the doctors and everyone could be all these scantily clad. That's called porn. Yeah. Oh, I mean. <laughs> gah, 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 gah. Um, all right. Anything else, Steve? Supermax? Mm. Go to www.supermaxhardware.com. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's so good. Are you almost had it? Dot you com. The dot com. No, I, I honestly yeah. feel like that's got to be a soundbite from the show from now <laughs> dot on. Com. Dot com. Okay. Um, Has Lefty um, ever had hiccups? Because that would be like yeah. someone could win an Oscar. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> they could. Well, anyways, uh, Cookies family. Burner up there with the Vibes family. Shout out to all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis and paper need. Um, shout out to the Soul Assassins, Stefan Or, Stefan Orio DJ. Yeah, cartoon. No, my boys. Um, and uh, keep your keep your eyes open for Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill. By the and way, we got a recording session after this yes, for Hard do. to Kill. Yes, I was. Oh, go ahead. No, please. And, no. And, no, please. And, 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 and that's it. Uh, right this moment. Oh, uh, West West Los documentary. Are we? Do we have a meeting set up yet for those dudes? Or it's happening on Wednesday. Okay. Or Thursday. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ovando Bowen LLP. All your yes. fucking litigation needs. Let me tell you something. I'll fucking put my goddamn badge to the badge to fucking Ooh. get you. I put my dick to the bricks. I put my tits to the grits. I put my balls to the wall. And your badge to the... To the badge. All of it, man. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Wow. That's right. Ask anybody who's been my client and ask them. You were brave. Did the Indian... Did the Indian fucking come through for you? Yep. Ask anybody. Ask anybody. And he wears braids to court. Every single time. I did wear braids to court. And um, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Big Lep, right? Yeah, big Lep. I love you, Lep. And uh, Schmidt, boy. Strawberry Schmidt. And Schmidt, yeah. And Danny Marillo. Danny Marillo! When's he going to bring back a life from man? I'm down yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to. Hey, Gentleman and, Jack. And Gentleman Jack. I Absolutely. And listen, did you see my little thing where I brought Brian Stevens? Yes! Yes! I invited him to come over our house. And then he hits me in the morning and he tells me, hey, bro, they're not letting anybody out. If you're not working full time or something. So we brought him. So shout out to Brian Stevens. 
All right, and let me give a shout out to some of our uh, our listeners. And Go ahead. The whole entire city of Santa Monica, I'm sending you my love. All right, big shout out to Games with a Z96 Camaro SS. Uh, big shout out to Cakes by Daniel C's J1987 J Goose Rafa. Right, Big Eric, Six Side Army, uh, Roy, Marsola13, uh, Astridinity, my wife. Uh, big shout out to Dylan Case, Andy Jasper. I got a whole bunch of chicks that want to come on. Oh, yeah. That want to tell us their story. Uh, big shout out to Calico5522. And there was one guy I wanted to give him a special mention because he was the one, the Mike R. Gill. Thank you for the joke on uh, Big Lepron. He's the one that came up with the concept uh-huh. of Lepron, yeah, James. Yeah, and I just yeah, want to yeah. give him credit for that fucking joke. And listen, all you haters, mm-hmm. keep hating. Kiss, my, kiss our ass. Yeah! What you got, right. what you got, Sean? He just did it. No, he did not. Uh, yeah. Like we say about this time. Yeah! The show. <laughs> Adios, amigos. <laughs>